0: This is Podcast Game Show, the first trivia quiz show built exclusively for your ears. In each episode, we put a different contestant to the test, and it all leads up to a season ending face to face trivia death match. Best friends, what's the new plan? In season one, it's all about podcast hosts because I always wonder what do they really know? 20 contestants, 15 questions, only one winner. Who will it be? Let's find out on Podcast Game Show. I'm Brandon Beard. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Oh, and happy Festivus. That's my personal favorite. That's what I celebrate. actually just got the old aluminum pole out yesterday. Happy Christmas kwanzaa Whatever December holiday you're celebrating, I hope you have a good one. And I'm glad you're listening to this show and ready to learn some kick-ass trivia And see how you do against today's contestant, Allie Rittenhouse. Now, before we get into it, since it is Christmas week here in 2015, I have a question. So, we all, most of us, know that Jesus was not really born on December 25th. So, what is Jesus' actual birthday? Hmm. Well, listen to this episode, stay tuned for the end, and I'll have the answer. All right, let's get to it. today we have Allie Rittenhouse, who is an online business coach. She has a podcast. She's into all kinds of great stuff. Allie, thanks so much for being here today.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: And where are you today, Allie?
1: I am in Sydney, Ohio.
0: (laughs) Sydney, Ohio. What's that near?
1: Oh, uh, cornfields, cow pastures. All right. (laughs) Um, We are... We are close to Cincinnati, Columbus, Ohio, kind of both the same area um, in the Midwest. We say pop here, not soda.
0: Pop. Gotcha. Pop. (laughs) And Allie, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I know you you have your online platform. You do some coaching, mostly for women.
1: So I'm an online business coach for women entrepreneurs with the specialty of digital marketing. I help them take potential leads and turn them into paying customers because obviously that's important for any women entrepreneur. I've been in business for 10 years for my little small town and have an international reach. So yeah, I love what I do and On the side, I'm always trying to get my friends to play trivia games at cookouts and fun gatherings. So this is right up my alley.
0: Well, you're going to be perfect for this show then. And um, tell us, where can we find you online?
1: You can find me at AllieRittenhouse.com or genxo.co.
0: And Allie, you have a really cool story about you know your origins, where how you were growing up. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so I got my start. At my story headline is high school dropout, teen mom, fired, and divorced. And well, I have turned my failures and mishaps into successes. I got my GED. I went to college. I started my own business and ended up getting back together with my ex-husband. How fun is that? And, you know, have been in business for 10 years now. So you never need to look at your failures as failures. They can always be turned into your next success. And I've done all of this from a really small town. Literally, there are more corn cobs than people here.
0: Love that story. It just shows um, what you can accomplish if you want to, and also what you can do it from anywhere, almost.
1: Absolutely. You really just need your laptop, a computer, and the internet. And the world is at your fingertips.
0: And Allie, what's a random fact that your audience might not know about you?
1: Oh, there's so many. So I guess I already talked about the ex-husband and I being back together. So a um, random fact from my childhood. We actually owned Rob Lowe's grandfather's dog. And Rob Lowe and Chad Lowe um, were visitors to our house and brought their grandpa here in Sydney, small town Ohio. <laughs> so that's always fun. I had a little bit of Hollywood uh, life as a kid.
0: <laughs> a Hollywood in law dog, basically. That's such a random connection to Rob Lowe.
1: Absolutely. People are like, really? Really?
0: (laughs) And Allie, you've got a random trivia facts for us. What you got?
1: Yeah. So Charles Bolden, who is the current administrator of NASA, when he is donning his suit and tie for work, he is accessorizing it with cowboy boots. Fun fact, I went to NASA headquarters as a social media reporter and sat behind him and had a conversation about his spiffy cowboy boots that he was wearing with his suit and tie.
0: Badass. So the director of NASA is a real space cowboy. I like it. Let's get into the game, Allie. I'll tell you the rules real quick. Um, You're going to answer 15 questions and one final rapid fire category question. Um, you want to aim to get at least 10 correct, okay? Okay. The top four contestants at the end of the season will face off. One will be the champion, and that champion will get all the fame and glory and also a free year of audiobooks from audiobooks.com.
1: Okay. Wow, nice. Mm-hmm.
0: And also, we have three cheats for you. So if you feel like you're stuck, we'll give you two hints. And the other one is I can turn... A non-multiple-choice question into a multiple choice, okay?
1: Ooh, I like that one. All
0: right. So are you ready to play?
1: I am ready.
0: Let's do it. First question. If a dessert is served a la mode, it is usually served with what? Ice cream? Ice cream it is.
1: Not so bad. Of course, I was questioning that answer.
0: (laughs) All right. Here's the next one. This is multiple choice. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, which of these liquors must you have on hand? Rum, Campari, or whiskey?
1: Oh, I don't drink.
0: Ooh, well, You have a, th- a 33%
1: chance. <laughs> I don't believe it's whiskey. I don't know what Campari is. So I'm going to go with rum.
0: Well, you don't drink, but you got it right. Woo-hoo. There are only two U.S. state capitals that rhyme with each other. Boston is one. What's the other one? State capital that rhymes with Boston.
1: Can I get an Austin?
0: Austin. That is correct. Some people don't think of that as a state capital.
1: Well, I was questioning that as a state capital. (laughs) All right. Looking
0: good so far. Next question. When this fighting game was released for Super Nintendo in 1993, many fatalities were removed to comply with Nintendo's family-friendly policy. Do you know anything about video games or fighting games? I do. Oh.
1: And I have one um, and two that I'm thinking of. So, I'm thinking early. Two words: Mortal Kombat.
0: Mortal Kombat. Let's see. Mortal Kombat is absolutely right. Woohoo! Did you play Mortal Kombat?
1: Um, I actually played Tekken more. Um, and I knew Tekken was later '90s, early 2000s, um, and that I don't believe was even Nintendo. But so I was trying to think back earlier before that.
0: Well, you have a pretty good grasp on video games, I must say. It was definitely Mortal Kombat. Let's go to the fifth question here. What Southern port city is widely known as the birthplace of the cocktail? And it's multiple choice: Charleston, New Orleans, or Memphis.
1: Ooh, birthplace I of the could cocktail. Really, be all of them, couldn't it? I'm going to go with New Orleans.
0: Lock you in on New Orleans. And that's exactly correct. Why'd you pick New Orleans?
1: Because they like to drink and party there.
0: That is exactly right. (laughs) And FYI, the first cocktail generally is considered the Sazerac. It was invented in the early 1800s and was first used as a remedy for all kinds of ailments.
1: I don't even know. I've not even heard of that nor do I know what's in that. So I'm glad that was not the question.
0: Well, maybe next time you come to New Orleans you can get like a um, a version sazerac or something. There you go. Let's go on. So you're 5 and 0 right now. Let's go on to question number 6. And this one is an audio question. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you a sound. And you have to identify what that sound is, okay? Okay. Here we go. Listen up. You've got mail. What sound was that? Do you have any idea?
1: I do. One of my favorite movies, that is the sound you get when you used to dial up to AOL.com and get your mail.
0: All right. That is exactly correct. It's kind of (laughs) sad that we both can remember uh, doing that when we were younger.
1: Yes, that was the spark of my creativity, the early internet days.
0: That sound of You've Got Mail, was just like, it felt so validating.
1: Yes, absolutely. You were waiting for that dial tone to stop to hear that.
0: (laughs) All right. So next question. What computer animation company started life making medical imaging equipment?
1: I have an idea, but I think I want to turn that into a multiple choice question.
0: And your choices are Disney Animation Studios, Pixar, or Weta?
1: Oh, my goodness. Hmm. Well, I don't have any wrong. So, the one that I was thinking... I should probably go ahead and go with, right?
0: Yeah, go with that first instinct.
1: I'm going to go with Pixar.
0: Pixar is right.
1: I didn't even need the multiple choice, but... You
0: didn't. You got to go with that first (laughs) instinct sometimes. But yes, it actually started as a medical imaging um, equipment company. All right, moving on to the next question. If you're vaporized by the Large Hadron Collider... Where are you? You're either in Sweden, Denmark, or Switzerland. What?
1: Can you repeat that?
0: Yes. If you're vaporized by the Large Hadron Collider, where are you? You're either in Sweden, Denmark, or Switzerland. Do you know what the Large Hadron Collider is?
1: Well, I'm going to say that hadron and vaporization is water. Um, um, it, is it more Swedish, Denmarkish, or German? That music makes it even harder to decide. I'm going to go with B, final answer.
0: B is Denmark? Yes. Lock you in on Denmark. The first incorrect answer, it was actually Switzerland. The Large Hadron Collider is this huge particle accelerator that was installed in Switzerland. It's this huge, enormous thing. And it eventually, it'll probably destroy the Earth accidentally.
1: Fabulous. But I'm glad I did not know about that.
0: That's Now you do? Um, that's all right. We got plenty more to go. Next question. What event in the middle of the freaking desert, in the middle of the freaking summer, draws millions of hippies to Nevada?
1: Burning Man. I'm redeeming myself.
0: Wow. Have you been to Burning Man?
1: I have not, but I dreamt of Burning Man, but I'm not that crazy. Dreaming it is about as far as I will go.
0: Agreed. I'm uh, good on that one. All right, let's move on. So we're going back to the early 2000s, late 90s again. The WB and UPN, two TV networks, combined to form what new network?
1: The CW network.
0: Wow, you didn't even have to think about it.
1: Do you want to hear a fun fact about Allie Rittenhouse? I would love to. The CW Network hosts local star searches, and I was a finalist in it last year, and I did my research to know where the CW Network came from.
0: Oh, my goodness. What was your talent or what were you doing on it?
1: Well, it was to find the next on-air personality. And unfortunately, politics won. And even though I was slated to win, unfortunately, the universe has bigger plans for me.
0: That's right. It does. Your next audio question was recorded by a previous contestant. His name was Matt Edwards from the Rearview Podcast. And he's going to describe a certain act. I guess you would call it a noun or a verb. Um, You need to... Name the act he is describing, okay? And the genre is sports. Okay. Okay, so this is a gesture that is done primarily by one person, but then it kind of caught on uh, across uh, um, in popularity, grew in popularity. as kind of a joke, um, but it's a football player who would score a touchdown and he would drop to one knee and put his fist to his... Uh, helmet and his uh, head to the ground and it appeared like he was praying. Um, and this is this is what that is called and it's named after this player's last name.
1: Would that be the Tebow?
0: I'll take it. The Tebow. It's Tebowing is the actual Tebow. act. Okay. But that is close enough. I'll praise Tim Tebow.
1: Yeah, I uh, know so many fun facts that don't really amount to much until you're on a game show like this.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, you're going strong into the last third of the questions here. What dating website that helps you cheat on your spouse had its members' personal information stolen in the summer of 2015?
1: I did a segment on this. It would be AshleyMadison.com.
0: That is right. Hey, I, I just signed up to see who else was on.
1: <laughs> That's what they all say.
0: What early YouTube series, this is multiple choice, what early YouTube series featured a 16-year-old blogger dealing with the occult? Lonely Girl 15 hashtag Twitterkills, or catfish? Go with A. She's going with A. Lonely Girl 15. Let's see. Lock you in. That is exactly right. Early YouTube series full of so much fo angst.
1: I have never seen it. Now I'm going to have to Google it.
0: I'm not. I'm not going to lie. I didn't see it either. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I knew about it. Geography question here. You've been buried in the desert south of the Atlas Mountains in Africa. What desert are you in?
1: The Atlas Mountains where? In South Africa?
0: You've been buried in the desert south of the Atlas Mountains in Africa. What desert are you in? Well, I'm
1: going to say the Sahara?
0: That's correct.
1: Aw, nice.
0: Biggest desert in Africa? All right. And your last question here, you got 13 out of 14. Let's make it 14. Correct.
1: Yes, This is a film question.
0: What Japan set Bill Murray film opens with a tight shot on Scarlett Johansson's ass?
1: I know this. Um, what, what are my cheats?
0: You have two hints. So you have a hint left.
1: I'm going to have to take it because I'm, um, I can see it. You're in a, a coffee shop or a restaurant, but I can't think of the name.
0: Your hint is Google Translate.
1: Um, I, you have another hint. right? What's that? Is it translation?
0: Are you asking me or are you saying that's your final answer?
1: <laughs> well, I'm asking,
0: yes. <laughs> well...
1: I guess I'm stating that's my final
0: answer, too. Translation is our final answer. Yep, go with it. Lock it in. <laughs> my
1: oh. No, you're oh.
0: So close. I can't accept translation. It was lost in translation.
1: Oh, yes.
0: But at the end of the first round, you have crushed it. You've gotten 13 out of 15 correct. That is really good. Okay, and your last question. You can get up to five corrects or just fire them out. You'll have 20 seconds. Name as many of the actors who played members of George Clooney's original Ocean's Eleven crew.
1: Oh, boy.
0: All right, and your time starts now.
1: George Clooney, Julia Roberts, Matt Damon, uh, Bernie, is it Bernie Sanders? Is that his name? Um, uh, oh, Antonio Banderas, that's not him. What is uh, Garcia? Garcia. Um, Andy Garcia. Um, hey, your
0: time is up. Uh-huh. You actually did pretty well there. You got three. You said George Clooney, Julia Roberts, and um, Matt Damon.
1: The obvious.
0: And I love Bernie Sanders. (laughs) Bernie Mac is who you were thinking of. Yes. Um, Yeah, so a a few more out there. Don Cheadle, Carl Reiner, um, Casey Affleck, Eddie Jemison, who is a smaller person, Um, Elliot Gould, George Clooney, we already said, so... Um, there are a few others in there, but those are the big ones. But
1: hey, and I've watched that movie. I don't even know umpteen times.
0: You got three out of five. That's pretty good. So, uh, Allie, after the end of the after the end of the game here, you got thirteen correct, and then you got three more in the tiebreaker. So, when you go head to head up against other people at the end of the season, that'll only help you out. You did awesome today. We'll give you the winner's music here because you really did crush it. Feel proud. And, Allie, before I let you go, what did you learn today?
1: I learned that I know so much useless knowledge. It's amazing.
0: And that T-Bowing is awesome. And all praise yeah. Tim Tebow.
1: And I learned whatever that thing is in Switzerland could take down the world.
0: Well, <laughs> that's correct. All right. Allie. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope to see you in the finals. Good luck to you.
1: Me too. Thanks for having this fun podcast.
0: And a Tebow question just in time for Christmas. Make sure you celebrate your next victory by Tebowing. It's kind of a lost art. Kind of sad that went away. Um, A quick production note. And that last bonus question, Allie actually got four out of five, not three out of five. I got to give her credit for one more got andy garcia in just under the wire so i will adjust the score and hey if you're looking to do something fun this christmas i know you are go to podcastgameshow.com you can play an online version of the game sign up for updates get the show notes for this episode with all the alleys links and more so check that out and then finally uh the christmas question so when was jesus actually born well The short answer is, nobody knows for sure. But the first recorded Christmas on December 25th was 336 AD under Roman Emperor Constantine. And he made Christmas on that date because it coincided nicely with the Roman holiday shopping season. Alright, no. He chose that date because it coincided with the already existing ancient pagan winter festivals that were celebrated in a lot of Rome. The old Constantine bait and switch, if you will. But based on some research that groups of astronomers have done, they backdated the position of the Star of Bethlehem about 2,015 years and found that Jesus was most likely born in June or October. So Christmas should actually be in the fall or the summer most likely. Yeah, that's weird to think about. I can't imagine drinking a nice cold eggnog out on the beach in June. It sounds disgusting. So share that fact with your family this holiday season and if they didn't know that they'll probably resent you for it but hey it's the truth so what can you do don't kill the mess and come back next time as brandon cruz answers this question saying something is on fleek is the equivalent of saying what on fleek that's next time on podcast game 2